Welcome to the Herald Podcast, New Generation, a podcast created for those who desire a new way of gaining information rather than reading a traditional newspaper. In our show, we will discuss everything from sports, pop culture, politics, and local news. To stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on our website. And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time. Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With the digital subscription, you get web exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. You're now listening to the New Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Avery. And I am your other host, Tanner Mondock. And in studio with us this week, we probably have our most special guest we've ever had on this show, but it is none other than the Herald's publisher, Sharon Sorg. Sharon, thank you for coming on the show this week. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, Sharon, you do a lot. I'm going to try and, of course, other than being the publisher at the Herald here in Sharon, uh, you are the publisher at Newcastle News. Ashtabula Star Beacon, Meadville Tribune, Allied News, Transylvania Times, and West Penn Printing. Then, of course, CNHI Regional Executive, also at Tribune Democrat, Cumberland Times News, Daily Independent, News Courier, The Cullman Times, and St. Clair News Aegis. So, I don't think I missed any there, but... <laughs> I think you got them. No, but you keep very, very busy, that is for sure. But um, we're going to get into all of that after we take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. 
All right, so I guess just to start things off with you, Sharon, you know, we listed off that, you know, you keep very busy, but like um, just someone who does, you know, work for you, you know, when you are in the Herald's office, you don't show it, you know, it seems like you handle the workload really well. So like, what's the key to doing that, you know, when you're managing all these different papers? Honestly, I have amazing teams. I surround myself with wonderful people who are so helpful and make life a lot easier for me. Um, and I also found at an early age, stress doesn't solve a thing. It just makes everybody else stressed. Right. So I try to control that and keep it under control as much as we can and keep everything moving in the right direction. Right. And I guess, you know, you mentioned that you started at a young age. Um, I believe what you said, you were 21 when you started here at the Herald. So what yeah. were you doing? I was, and believe it or not, my first job was to run the mail through the mail machine and to deliver tear sheets, which is copies of people's ads. We actually had a company car and that's all I had to do. Nice. Now you're all the way at the top, the publisher. And especially in like this field per se, sometimes you do have to kind of start at the bottom and work your way up. So can you kind of just talk about how being here for so long, you've learned so many different roles and it's gotten to you where you are now. So how has that shaped you in your career and you as a person in general? I honestly think that's been the biggest help for me. I understand where everyone is because I've been through those jobs I started inside, then I went to outside sales. I've done customer service and circulation. I actually can understand the stress that comes with each level. And I can help fix that stress because I know how it operates. And I think being at the top, sometimes we bring in people who haven't gone through that and it's hard for them to answer the questions or help their team the way they need to. And so, you know, You've been doing this for a while, you know, not only just being a publisher, but you've been in the newspaper business for a while. Um, and of course, you know, things are changing. You know, when you started, paper probably didn't have a podcast like we're doing right now. <laughs> not. <laughs> so, you know, how have you seen this business evolve and how have you been trying to, you know, keep up with that? So I think the most important part that people need to understand is that, honestly, I started 35 years ago, and people then were also saying that the newspaper wasn't going to survive and we weren't going to be here. Right. So 35 years later, we're having the same conversations. Yeah. And in all honesty, there's no risk of us going anywhere. We play a very integral role in our community. We play a different role now. We deliver news in a variety of ways that I never thought we would see. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think the ability to reach out to a variety of markets and a variety of ages is actually strengthening us, not weakening us. Um, I also think that people misconceive our role sometimes by thinking that we do things to sell newspapers or that the news don't affect us personally. It does. We're parents, we're friends, we're neighbors, and it means a great deal the role that we carry. I think the negativity towards us in the last few years has probably been the hardest thing for me to handle. Mm -hmm. And I think it's unnecessary. And I think if people really understood our roles, they would feel differently. Right. And so what would you say our role is in a small community or even bigger communities? I think in every community that we serve, it's our responsibility to make sure that our, re our readers, our subscribers, and our communities are well-informed. There is so much news out today that no one has verified and it becomes news simply because somebody typed it on a keyboard and I always find it ironic that if you follow certain threads eventually somebody will always say what did the newspaper say right because they know that we take the extra time to make sure it's right we don't put anything out there we don't do things to sensationalize that's not our role at all and I think 
a community without a newspaper sometimes loses its soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with all the hats that you do juggle as a publisher and a regional director, what is the most fun thing about your job? Honestly, the most fun thing I do is exactly what I'm doing right now, watching two young journalists come into their own and and start in different roles and find their niche and find out what their passion is because journalism needs to go on for a very long time. And I am getting up there a little bit. <laughs> so we need to make sure it's in good hands. And I feel like we've done that here. Well, of course, you know, we uh, we had a lot of help from you getting this show started. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. You know, we always like to say we started with a cell phone in the middle of this table. And here we are with a couple of mics. And of course, that's all, you know, thanks to you. But um, but yeah, I guess going back to something that uh, that you were talking about a little bit ago is that, you know, the media is under a little bit more scrutiny these days. So how do you um, how do you handle that? I'm sure you probably field some comments and calls and stuff. But like, how do you approach that, you know, and keep moving forward? I tell people all the time there are going to be days that you like me because when you put somebody on the front page <laughs> and it's a great thing, they love you, right? Right. There's going to be days that you don't, but as long as you know that we're doing our jobs, we're fair, we're responsible, that I'm okay with it. And and it's difficult socially sometimes because people who you believe you've connected to all of a sudden aren't connected and we all deal that, mm-hmm. every one of us. And people don't understand the difficulty of that sometimes. But you just have to embrace yourself and surround yourself with the people that know and understand what you do and make sure that you feel like you've done the right job when you leave every day. Right. And as a woman, you're holding a role as the publisher for so many different papers. So do you ever walk into a room and still feel like you have to prove yourself or do you already feel like you've proven yourself to be where you are now? So some days I feel both, I guess I should say. I had a customer call one time, very upset, very irate. Um, They asked to speak to the person in charge. I picked up the phone, and they swore at me and said that they asked to speak to the person in charge, not their secretary. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So I think some uh, communities embrace it more than others. I think I've worked very hard to make my gender disappear sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in Meadville, for instance, I'm the third female publisher. The Herald... I'm the first female publisher. And this paper was established in 1864. I became publisher in 2011. Yeah. I mean, that's craziness to me. Right. But we're here, right? right? And we're making a difference while we're here. And I think people need to understand if you put your heart and soul into something, you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess just the, I don't know pivot away from the professional side of things when you're not working and managing you know what was it 13 different uh (laughs) papers uh what are you doing in your free time you know what do you enjoy my family uh number one i have an amazing family i have a husband that i could never do what i do without a giant pittsburgh penguins fan which i don't think is a secret at all that is the yeah definitely not a secret and (laughs) honestly the fun part is is that nature and relaxing is my key because I live in the country where I can shut off some of the noise and it's a necessary thing. Mm -hmm. And I should say, you know, I'm not the biggest hockey fan in the world, but I mean, I'm a Pittsburgh sports fan or whatever. So, you know, I do enjoy the Penguins. But when it is hockey season and when Sharon Sorg is in the office, you're going to hear about the Pens. So it's always exciting. Well, and a shout out to Ed Farrell because I'm going to miss him because that's who I, you know, usually harassed on a regular basis about hockey. Our uh, former sports editor. Well, he was a Flyers fan, right? He was. He was. Silly, silly. From Philly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I always enjoyed hearing your guys' conversation. His son is a Penguins fan. 
Okay. They, so they know. have it in their own family, but, right. you know. <laughs> so, and of course, I mean, I'm sure you're probably enjoying a lot of uh, vegetable pizza without the vegetables, too. Absolutely. Whoever <laughs> thought to put vegetables on a pizza? I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> it's kind of just like an odd thing around here is that, yeah, Sharon's favorite pizza, yes, is the vegetable pizza from Pizza Joe's without the vegetables on it, which, hey, it is very good. I never had it that way until I started working here at the Herald. It's very good. Cauliflower and broccoli do not belong on pizza. <laughs> I like it both ways, but no, it is it is good still without it. Um. So pivoting back into like the professional talk, if you could give advice to any young professionals who are just kind of coming into the field, what would you say to them? Don't believe the noise. Be who you want to be and follow your heart. Hmm. I think that's pretty good advice. Yeah. yeah. Don't believe the noise because there is a lot of noise now. There is a lot of noise. And if you let it, if you listen to it, it will absolutely absorb you. And, you know, like I said, people have been saying we're going away for 35 years, I've heard it. Yeah. If I believe the noise, I would have left an industry that I love with all my heart. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I hear that when I'm just out and about, like, on the field. You know, someone sees the press pass or something, I say who I'm with or something like that. And they're just like, oh, really? You know, like. Well, and especially at your ages, you know, not to be, but they think, like, what are you thinking? Yeah. I was 21. People Mm -hmm. were telling me that from the day I arrived here. Yeah. And I mean, realistically speaking, if the news did go away, then where would people get their information from? Like, you wouldn't know what's true and what's not true. So it's like, you kind of wish the community did give us a little bit more appreciation and grace when it comes to the jobs that we do, because it is very vital. Mm -hmm. And what they don't understand, you know, is that we literally recreate a new product every 24 hours from start to finish. Yep. You know, this isn't a situation where it's going to go unnoticed that that's a lot of work. But mm-hmm. people think that even the color and the production end, people look at it and sometimes there's a blurry photo or something and they think, oh, it just comes out like a regular laser printer. It does <laughs> not. You right. have to line up five, four plates, excuse me, perfectly to make a clear picture. Yeah. So I think if they understood the process, then they would understand the effort. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also think in today's world, people are easy to criticize things. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always tell people too, you know, and instead of maybe like getting like frustrated or something like with that question, if someone says that to me, I kind of say, you know, I started here at the Herald in 2019. And like the way that this business has already evolved in just those, you know, couple short years, I mean, is, is crazy. So like, you know, what it's going to be like in 10 years like there's still going to be news it's going to look different than how it looks now but there's always going to be a need for news right and honestly when i started one of my biggest frustrations were that we actually were deadline driven in the sense of news so if an accident or a community very important event happened after deadline we literally had to wait until the next day to tell the story we don't Mm -hmm. have that anymore we're 24 7 news situation and i love that Mm -hmm. i think that's a big change that has been nothing but beneficial for all of us i know that's a lot of what uh me and janae handle around here is a lot of that digital aspect of things right obviously so yeah that's definitely a part of this business that you know speaking for janae too that we're definitely passionate about Mm -hmm. is you know get it out quick you know like we don't have to worry about a deadline or anything on the the website like yeah that's that is 24 7 people are always on facebook so and we didn't always have that right yeah so yeah, I guess just uh, looking back on your long career, is there, I don't know, any particular moments or stories or anything that has, you know, stood out to you or? 
one that touched us personally um, years and years ago, there was a, a shooting in Hermitage that actually took the life of our ad director's daughter mm. at the time. Obviously, that brings us very close. People don't understand that we work so closely. We're, we're really a big family here. Yeah. I look at it that way anyway. So I think community stories like that, that people think we just deliver the news and we're untouched by, it's totally not true. I mean, I think one of the things that touched me when I was early on in my career, especially as a woman, people told me that I couldn't. Mm -hmm. But anybody that has met me knows that's all you have to do is mm -hmm. tell me that I can't. Right. And, and that's inspiration for me. Mm -hmm. And so here we are. Yep. Well, as we near the end of things here, you know, um, is there anything else that maybe we didn't touch on that you would like to get across? Just want everyone to understand how hard all of the teams work to deliver their community news. And I couldn't do it without them. And I appreciate everything everyone does each and every day. Oh, well, thank you. And of yes, course, we appreciate you. everything you do. You know, you, well, you definitely, you. you know, as a boss, you do not seem like someone who is also managing 13 other teams. Like you definitely make the building that you are in, you know, you make everyone feel important. You always know what's going on somehow with all these different teams <laughs> going on around you. But yes, no, you definitely, yeah, you show that you care about everyone. That's for sure. Well, thank you. I'm mm -hmm. glad it comes across because I do. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll do it uh, this week on the New Generation Podcast. Again, thank you, Sharon, for, for coming on the show this week. Uh, we always like bringing people in, you know, who in-house guests, you know, because, uh, yeah, you know, we got very interesting people out in the community, but we got cool people on the inside here, too, doing some cool things at the Herald and beyond. So, um, so yeah, thank you again, Sharon, for coming on. And, um, yeah, so we are here every Saturday. You can find us at SharonHerald.com, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and um, I think I said all those ones, and all the other ones, too. And then, of course, the New Generation Sports Report, me and our sports editor, Dan Heiner, having a lot of fun doing that show every Wednesday, and you can find that all the same places you find this show. So yeah, thanks again, Sharon, and thank you all for listening.